at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. I've definitely heard stories about him, things he's put players through, and I think it's going to push this program to a new level, definitely, especially the players on this team. It's going to build us to mental strength that we've never really been to before, I'm pretty sure. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I say that now, and then in the middle of workout, I'll probably be dying, probably hurting, all that type of stuff. It'll be good for us in the, in the long run. How about that? Mims buying in? I like huh? it. Nah, that's 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 a good sign. What you look for him too? No, I agree. What you think of the Reggie Grimes interview? That was a pretty good one too, right? Yeah, we uh, we have some of that. I can play it in a couple of those maybe this segment. Yeah, but it I, I, honestly and I look, I coach speak is coach speak, and there's things said at a press conference that you ha- have to always take with a grain of salt. But I don't know. Reading reading between the lines, it feels like. The guys that are coming back next year, especially the guys that have played a lot of football, seems like they're like ready. They're 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 bought in and they're they're ready to to move forward and they're excited about what their future of this of this program looks like. Am, am I misreading the situation? I, I I just get the feel. No, I I agree with. There's that. not a whole lot of uncertainty right now with the you know players that are coming back. It's all like you know what like this whole change is going to work out for the you know for the better. For us, it's going to be for the best. I think there's probably – I think the players probably go through similar stuff that the fans do. There's probably this immediate feeling of, holy crap, well, what's going to happen to us now? And then once you figure it out, everything kind of gets – um you know, normalized, so to speak. Uh, you you know what your direction's going to be. Then there's probably a moment of okay, this is going to be awesome. Let's you know group together and make a real run. So I think it's probably ends up being a real unifying thing for the players, just like it has been for the fan base, right? Yeah, no, it has been extremely unifying for the fan base. Why do you think? Like, what was the biggest event that made that happen? Bob Stoops coming in and giving the speech that he did initially. Bob, you know, doing the things that he's done. BV coming in and saying that, like, what like, has there been one moment above everything else that has led to that? Yeah, I think, I think whenever Coach Stoops came in and said what he did, I think it it just eased all of the tension in the room, and everyone realized, okay, we're going to be just fine here. Um, there's going to be some short-term hiccups here and some short-term instability where maybe we don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to be just fine. And once you calmed that down and everyone was able to, to see what, uh, this hire truly means and, and how it fits the program at the current time, think it just worked out perfectly where everyone got on board with it. Just like the perfect all around, chain of events as quickly as it moved it felt like it was a long time but it was really super fast and as quickly as all of that went down I don't think it could have been any better yeah 
Well, and I think that all of that is going to result in a team that's pretty bought in come December 29th in the Alamo Bowl. Oh, yeah. You know, I, and that's, you know, that in itself does not cure all the issues that this team has because we saw this year that this team had plenty of issues, man. So that won't that in itself won't cure it all. But I do think that that might be enough for this team to go out, play really well, maybe one of their better games of the entire year, and have some momentum going into the offseason with the win over Oregon. Right. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I think that I think this team is it's a weird spot. It's a weird spot with how everything's gone down. Um gosh, before Bedlam, there was hopes of winning that game and finding yourself in a college football playoff, right? So you lose that game. Not only do you get the playoff taken away, you get the Big 12 championship taken away. And now you're going to the Alamo Bowl, which with what you set out to do this season is um, a massive letdown. Not a whole lot to be excited about. But then the chain of events that we all know about took place. And now I think there's a little bit of excitement there. We've got some opt-outs, so some younger guys are going to get more playing time, be able to start. That gives them a little bit of boost. And I think now – knowing that you've got a new coaching staff coming in that you're going to want to lay down some really good film and yeah. set a good example or set a good a baseline for, for what that coach thinks of you. You know, when you think back to recent climbs in college football, um, think of OU in 99, and Bob Stoops talks all the time about how big that A&M win was at home in 99. That was kind of the first big moment to where you could see the upward trajectory a little bit. Alabama, I think it was 2008 when they went to Georgia and beat a, I think, preseason number one Georgia team. They went out there and beat them up pretty good. Uh, I asked this this exact question to, to BV a couple of years ago before a playoff game, and they had a win early on in his tenure out there that he was like, that kind of set the table for everything. I wonder if OU's going to have that opportunity on the schedule next year to get that type of win to where you say, okay, well, it may not happen immediately, but you can always point back to beating this team, this win, to where you can see that things have really started to change. Because they really don't have a schedule or a noteworthy opponent on it next year to really give you that opportunity. It almost seems like it would have to happen in the postseason if something like that were to happen. Yeah. Uh, Baylor. Yeah, but it's still it's still Baylor. You know, I know it's going to be the returning Big Twelve champion. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. Outside of that, it's not going to be Nebraska. It's not going to be Kansas State. Coach Venables, what's it like coaching against? Kansas State where you played for the very first time as head coach. So I don't know what it's going I don't know what yeah. game you and, could And have. it's not like they're they're a lot closer than what OU was in, you know, 1999 and all that, but you you get the point. It seems like everyone that makes the climb has this big regular season win to where everyone can see the real growth. I would say, well, it'll happen in a bowl game, but it would have to happen in a playoff game because, you know, nobody Noteworthy plays in bowl games that aren't playoff games anymore, you know? Right. Are you referencing the Miley Cyrus song, The Climb? Uh, yes, I am. Is that what this is? Yes, I'm glad you <laughs> glad you caught on to that. Is it bad I had to Google it to remember who sang it? I was no. thinking Carrie Underwood. I, hey, that, 
That was coming on the text line as well to who Lincoln's favorite musician is. Ah. Miley Cyrus. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think, let's see. How does the schedule work? Who is our first conference game next year? Is it Kansas State? Kansas State, State, I think, yeah. What is it like with your first conference game being Kansas State? Dude, I can't. I'm not. I, I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I you're going to have to. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to. I'm going to basically get you ready for it by saying it ten thousand times between now and I, now. I did see something pretty cool on Bill Snyder today. There was a tweet that was out. It was how do you hold people accountable at K State? Players who lost their playbook, mispracticed, or skipped class complete, complete, uh, completed eight eight eights at six a.m. Eight stadium stair runs. 800 yards of up-downs, and you had to run around the field eight different times. That's if you lost your playbook, missed practice, or skipped class. 888 at 6 a.m. Lost playbook, missed practice, or skipped class? You probably did all all three of those in one day. No. Never did I lose a playbook or or miss practice. But – I maybe once or twice didn't – I don't know if I ever missed a class, but there were some that maybe I didn't get to on time. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Sean says it'll happen against Texas when he becomes the first OU first-year coach since Barry Switzer to win in the Cotton Bowl. Wow. I was thinking back like, no, no, what's he talking about? Lincoln beat te- – uh, 2017? No, he didn't. He no, didn't they lost. Texas. They lost that football game. No, they didn't. Uh, 2017, they won. 2018, they lost. 2017 was the uh, yeah, that's right. Was the Baker to Mark Andrews at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah. lost in 18. In 17, their loss was to ISU. Uh huh. Right. The week before Texas. Now 15, he was on staff in 15, his first year at OU, and they lost. So right. it, you, If you want to go about it that way, that counts. Uh, well, then technically, Venable's already lost his first game against Texas. Mm-hmm. On staff in 99. 99. But um, I do get the point that Sean's making, which we haven't heard from Sean, uh, maybe you have, about like just across the board, like what he thought of the, the hire and everything. And I don't know. I, I, have you found anyone out there that's skeptical of it? Texas fans, and that's it. Which, again, makes me think he's about to rattle off five consecutive national championships. Just to play... Oh, really? You guys are excited? We thought that you'd be, like, doom and gloom. That's what I got on Friday morning on the air in uh, Austin, Texas. Really? You guys are happy, huh? Oh, well, good for you. Yeah, we're a little skeptical down here about it. We don't think it was a very good hire. In fact, we think it was a trash hire. But if you guys are happy with it, that's great. Awesome. We had no idea. I like the hire. You know that. But... If we were to play devil's advocate here, what are we missing? What are we setting ourselves up for? Like, where's the blind spot? Is it is it development? Is it? I don't question development here. You got anything else? <laughs> uh, I feel like we're going to be now. Okay, here, here's here's. You can't the, just snap your fingers and have a disciplined football team. I, that I doesn't know. happen I in. Know. In one offseason. My one concern would be, and it was probably going to be a concern with anybody that was mentioned for this job, is, all right, man, 
no longer do you just look at where Texas was ranked in recruiting and you kind of go off that to how successful of a recruiting class you have. Is this staff going to be able to recruit to the level of even an A&M, a Georgia, and an Alabama, or is this staff going to be the fourth, fifth, sixth class in the SEC every single year? Because if that's the case, if they're routinely the fourth best class in the SEC or the fifth best class, it's going to be it's probably going to be pretty hard to win an SEC championship game or a national championship. Right. That's my only real concern. But again, I'd have that concern with just about anybody that was head coach right now. Right. I definitely would have had it with the previous uh, administration. Yeah, I I'm interested to see like what the what the base is because under Lincoln I think that what what we had improved because leading up to Lincoln's tenure we had slipped in the recruiting we were yeah yeah pretty much constantly outside the top 10 yeah and then whenever Lincoln took over there was an excitement level that that got boosted in 17 we were the number 8 overall recruiting class um in in 18 we were number nine. So I would say that Lincoln's base has probably been right around that seven, eight, nine area. Does Venables increase on that to be where we're around the number five as a base? Here's why I would say yes is yeah, Lincoln was recruiting in that area, but if you want to go look at those classes, what are they filled with? They're filled with some four, four and five stars, but it's quarterbacks and receivers. That's I think right. with Lebby. And his track record, especially if he has a good year ne- uh, next year, you can continue to get the highly rated offensive guys. But now with BV, I think you stand a chance to have a huge jump in recruiting defensively, which right. makes me think that there is a chance that they could kind of break through that threshold and maybe get around the top five. Yeah, not a guarantee, but I, I mean, I, yeah, I think there's a chance. Right. Well, the problem is like breaking in. To the top five. It's tough, man. Woo, it's, it's difficult. It's the same teams every year that you've got to get past somehow. And you're right. It's, it's, it's way harder to crack the top five than it is the top ten. And I know that's obvious, but it's, it's the same groups there in the top five year after year. And those groups have huge recruiting funds and um, departments, resources, that they've uh, they've poured into to trying to get those top elite of the elite. Um, I mean, it's crazy. You just look at last year, Alabama, seven seven, uh, seven five stars. Ohio State seven five stars. Georgia four five stars. Clemson three five stars. Oklahoma one. That's just that is a massive amount of ground to try and make up. Yeah. Just incredible. Well, I and they're clearly they're working at more of a disadvantage to any of those schools that you named off, That's just right. because of local recruiting base. You could probably make the argument that if OU wants to get into the top five in recruiting, they're going to have to outwork everyone else on the recruiting trail, and they're going to have to break through and win a national championship, probably with a uh, not a top three or two class. But we do think that they are going to get an initial bump in recruiting because of the move to the SEC. I think so. That'll help. I think so, but you got to capitalize on it, and maybe you don't. A and M's never capitalized on it, and it's continued to uh, to be good for them. So, 
I don't know. I just I'm I'm just curious what what is what's our blind spot here? What do we not see? What's what could be the underlying issue that we're not going that's going to Do you will you want to entertain anything else other than what we just talked about? Cuz I really don't question development. I don't question toughness or what the program's going to be about. You're right. It's way easier said than done just to totally flip a mentality and flip a switch in a program, but I I Regardless of when it happens, I do think it will happen. Yeah. And I think one thing to consider, and this is way off, we haven't even haven't even coached a football game here yet, but there is, at some point, you're probably going to have to start replacing coaches. And every time that happens, you're in jeopardy of, you know, of a miss, you know, and that's something down the road, not really something we, we can forecast right now. But I don't know. It's hard to find what what the fatal flaw could be at this point. But I feel like pretty much across almost every category, we're going to be as good as we've been recently, but most of them will be better. So, yep. all right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number three rolls on. Teddy and Tyler telling it like it is. Whether it's what you want to hear or not, every day from two to six on the home of Sooner fans. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And right now, we've got great deals on new models arriving daily and interest rates are at an all-time low. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from all of us at Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. Chapel supplies you with industrial cleaning products that are built to last. Chapel supplies you with the highest quality pressure washers on the market and a lifetime commitment to the service and support of your machine. Unlike most retailers, Chapel pressure washers run for hours, not minutes, and handle your toughest jobs without a pause. From simple projects around your home to industrial facility upkeep, Chapel supplies you with the tools to tackle every job. Chapel supplies you. Travel with the Sooners to the Alamo Bowl. The Sooners are headed to their 55th bowl game in program history. Oklahoma will take on the Oregon Ducks, and OU alumni has the perfect travel package for you. Two nights at the Hyatt Regency on the Riverwalk, the Boomer Bash pregame event, and an exclusive Alamo Bowl souvenir. Visit SoonerFanTravel.com to make your reservation today. OU alumni and SoonerFanTravel.com, your source for official OU fan travel at the Alamo Bowl. I'm Attorney Noble McIntyre at McIntyre Law. We have over 100 years of combined litigation experience fighting for Oklahomans injured as a result of a semi-crash. These crashes are traumatic and in most cases cause catastrophic injuries and even death. Our most recent trial involved a fatal semi-truck crash resulting in a $4.25 million verdict for our client. If you have been injured and want to know more about your rights, call us at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Download our new app today. Hello, this is Terry Saxon, Saxon Realty Group. Now that we're in the holiday season, we wanted to say thank you to all of our clients that have helped Saxon Realty Group become one of the top places to buy and sell your home in the Oklahoma City metro area. Our $8.99 listing fee has helped a lot of sellers save thousands of dollars in 2021. When we formed Saxon Realty Group, we had you in mind. We make the process easy. We offer the same services as every other realtor in the market, but we give you more money back in your pocket. So for my wife, Jackie, and myself, 
Happy Holidays! During the holidays, we at Armstrong Bank want to pause and reflect on what's important to us, our customers, our communities, and our bankers. I'm Josh Edge, Market President of Armstrong Bank in Norman. As a true community bank, our customers are like family to us. We stand ready to serve you this holiday season and beyond. However you choose to bank with us, in person, online, or over the phone. From our Armstrong Bank family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Armstrong Doc Bank, member FDIC. The High School Winter Sports Preview graces the cover of 19th Street Magazine for December. Inside, get detailed information on the upcoming seasons for the Lions, Jaguars, and Sabercats. Other stories include Cleveland County Habitat for Humanity's Common Ground Coffee Festival, tech-savvy training courses at Moore Norman Technology Center, how the Village at Oakwood offers affordable senior living options, and the Veteran of the Month, Bryson Simmer. The December issue of 19th Street is now available in print and online at sportstalk1400.com. Are you looking for the perfect Christmas meal without the stress and hassle of preparing it? Well, look no further. Locally owned, Nosh Restaurant and more will do the preparing for you. There are many holiday family dinner take and bake packages to choose from with some of the best desserts that you won't want to miss out on. Check out noshinmore.com or call them at 405-814-9699. Take the stress off of you and choose take and bake from Nosh. the rush on the rough inside the Brown O'Haver studio air cover solutions text line 651-3439 we got football on right now NFL football Browns are already down to the Raiders 7-0 three minutes left in the first quarter in case you haven't heard Baker Mayfield is not playing today Case Keenum not playing today Browns this is uh what you would deem a must-win football game for their playoff chances and uh, they're playing mm. with their third string quarterback so Going to be tough to win this one today at home, but we'll see if the Brownies can pull it off. And as soon as we get off the air, that game will be on 1400 AM. We are Oklahoma's home for the Cleveland Browns, but um, I'm surprised they didn't bump us for the Browns today. Maybe once they found out a Baker wasn't playing, it's like, eh, we'll have those two idiots on in the afternoon instead. Or maybe we're just broadcasting out to no one and the game that is on. could be the case. Text line is going off, so somebody's listening. Someone walk in today and be like, what are you guys doing here? How about the, the Browns uh, game on all day? How about that OU Hoops team yesterday, huh? Moving to 9-2 and two on the season, 70-50 to 50 win over UTA. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. Um, it's a at least a round of 32 team. They're probably going to be um, – uh, four seed. So, yeah. All very predictable. Yeah, well, they do not play a good basketball team on uh, Wednesday, by the way. 9-2, and two, final non-con game of the year. 7 o'clock Wednesday at the LNC. They play 1-9 Alcorn State. Hmm. Um, Alcorn State actually plays in Waco tonight against top-ranked Baylor, and they are 34.5-point underdogs. So I'm going to guess OU is probably in the neighborhood of, uh, I don't know, 26, 27-point favorites when they play Wednesday night at home. 1-9, huh? 1-9. It'll be 1-10 when they come to Norman. Why? Tell me, even though Oklahoma was the top team outside of the top 25 in, in votes, explain to me why they're not a top 25 basketball team. 
probably because Arkansas goes and loses a terrible game at home this weekend. Golly, that, that's probably why they're not in the top 25. They lost to Hofstra at home. Arkansas did. 89-81. Yeah, but you can't penalize Oklahoma. Well, it just makes that win. It doesn't make the win look as good. I know, but they still pummeled them. I know. Um, and Florida's not ranked anymore. Like Florida's kind of fallen off after OU beat them as well. So that's probably that's probably why. They'll well, be ranked. Don't worry. Villanova don't. is uh, ranked, and they've got four losses. So here's what's going to happen, man. It's all good. They'll destroy Alcorn State on Wednesday night. They'll be 10-2 and going into conference play. Great. They'll beat Kansas State at home, and they will be ranked when they go to number 1 Baylor on January 4th. It's all good, man. Right. Which, by the way, I guess Baylor is building a new basketball arena. They have plans to do that, so um, let's go. Come on. Let's keep up. Let's go. Time to get it yeah, built. We're not going to keep up. Well, okay. Is I it, want someone is everyone to explain enjoying to Porter me. Moser? If you're enjoying Porter Moser, I would invest in him. Just saying. I want someone to ex- explain to me why Waco, which, let's be honest, Waco sucks as a town. Yeah. Okay? Explain to me why they think it's a good idea to invest in their local community in their basketball program for brand new arena, a multi-use venue, beautiful arena, top-notch, and we're not going to do anything. We'll do nothing. Absolutely nothing in Norman. It's an absolute disgrace. It, it did take them winning a national championship to get a new arena. But still, point is point Who made gives on a that. rip? Point made. I'm on your side on this one. I mean, it's Hopefully the, we all it's are. the city actually understanding that if you invest, there's, there's money to be made. And in the long term, it's going to help the community. It's going to bring more money in. What an absolute sham pathetic yeah you've seen the drawings I, of the arena that we were supposed to build here in norman it looked amazing i thought it was of awesome. course it did it looked beautiful it's top notch I, I, we even would have gotten you out to a basketball game that's how beautiful the arena was unbelievable but no we'll let baylor build a brand new arena uh in partnership with the city of waco I, hey if you like amazing. if you like porter as the head coach and i think that we can all agree that we do if you want to keep him around, you probably need to do a, a certain upgrade like this. Yeah. Well, good luck because the city council in Norman is focused on green carpeted bike lanes everywhere instead of building an arena that is actually going to raise some revenue for the local economy and community. Text line, 1999 against A&M was the win when we all knew we were going to be a much improved program. That's right. The biggest OU flaw will be not enough support from the billionaire class. We need more billionaires? Yes. Let's go recruit some. Why doesn't OU have top recruiting resources like Bama, like staff and departments? Because we've been able to get get by with winning the Big 12 without having to do a lot of that stuff. We will only compete with Bama, A&M, Georgia, Texas, etc. if we can match their NIL opportunities, period. Uh, that is true to a certain degree. Lincoln is the past. Stop talking about his sorry, you know what. Hmm. 
Didn't Blake beat Texas his first year? Yes, he did, 1996, John Blake's first year. It was his first win ever, and he jogged off the field holding up the uh, number one in the air. Really? I don't know if that meant because that was his first win or, or what, but yeah. Why do you even know that? Uh, I'm a nerd, and this is all I'm good for, man. Were you there? 96, no, I was not there. Hey, uh, would you like a chance to prove how smart you are? Right after I read this text, Kendall says, Teddy lives in Goldsby. He has no reason to uh, complain. That's just not true. I've got every reason to complain. I may live in Goldsby, but I invest in the community routinely in Norman. Most, if not all, of my transactions occur in Norman, my property taxes go to the city of Norman, so I don't want to hear any of that crap. Okay, what's your question? Who is the only two-time winner of the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year? Uh, wow. Okay. I That's odd that you just found that. Well, I had it up in, on a tab in my computer. for I must have been looking at it last week. The first year this guy won, it was 1996. That's what brought it up. Okay, that's what, that was what I was kind of thinking. It was, you know, someone had to be from the mid to late 90s. Or obviously Total 90s. badass this guy is. Did he – he had to have went to Nebraska, right? Yeah. He was a, he was a backer or a D lineman from Nebraska, correct? D lineman. Okay, so uh, this guy played in the NFL for uh, quite yeah. a while. He, was he, he was a white guy, right? Yeah. Gosh, what was his name? Was he a D end? Yeah. Oh no! Oh my gosh. Um, it is not Vanden Bosch, if that's who you're thinking. I know he was. He was later, later on, right? That's okay. Right. I, 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 I've he got. He also every- had a brother that played there a few years later. That was a tight end. Uh, not. It's not a rude that was there. No. Right. I. I don't know. I. I got everything but his jersey number and his name. Who Grant Wistrom. Yeah. 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 That's right. Absolute beast. Back when Nebraska was good. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned. Teddy and Tyler telling it like it is. Whether it's what you want to hear or not, every day from 2 to 6 on the home of Sooner fans. You're simply the best. Happy New Year from all of us here at Riverwind. Kick off 2022 in the best way. With a big win on the best new games. Don't miss our $80,000 rockin' and reelin' giveaway. With five times entries, Mondays and Tuesdays. This might just be your best year yet. You're simply the best. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And right now, we've got great deals on new models arriving daily and interest rates are at an all-time low. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. Oklahoma Gymnastics season is just around the corner, and we can't wait to welcome all our fans back to the LNC. This season's home slate includes Alabama, Denver, TWU, 
George Washington and finishes up with a rematch of the 2021 National Championship against Michigan. Season tickets and single meet tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Boomer Sooner. is full of anchors, meant to keep you in place. But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Jenny Freeman today for a free personal protection review. When everything changes for you, visit Shelter Agent Jenny Freeman and ask about Shelter's life insurance options. At Christian Brothers Automotive in Norman, we are your auto dealership alternative for repair to your vehicle. Our mission is simple. Love your neighbor as yourself. We care about every customer and every car that comes to our shops. From our complimentary courtesy inspections to the courtesy shuttle, we're in it to make your auto repair easy for you. Come experience our nice differences at Christian Brothers Automotive. 3050 Yarbrough Way, west side of I-35 on the service road between Robinson and Tecumseh. Or call us at 405-217-4302. Tis the season to be merry at all those decorations you always hate putting up. These stupid Christmas lights and these stupid Christmas wreaths and the white wire reindeers that look like ghosts. Here at the Ref Radio Sports Network, we know everyone kind of needs this holiday break. I mean, listen to Teddy. He's losing it. And even though we don't have a surprise from Cousin Eddie to share with you, we do have an uncle surprise for you. Merry freaking Christmas, baby, to the entire Sooner Nation, except for stinking Lincoln Riley. That guy can stuff his stocking with a Yule log. So as you finish up your preparations for the holiday season, remember that we here at The Ref love that we get to bring you the best Sooner coverage on the planet. Merry Christmas to all our listeners out there. Da 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 It is the rush on the ref, and we call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. Story number one is. Uh, which, by the way, brought to you by Roof Tech. Josh Tucker there at Roof Tech does an outstanding job. Uh, Jeff Fisher may be getting a college football head coaching job, Tyler. Really? Where at? East Tennessee State. Ah, nice. Uh-huh. How about that, Jeff Fisher? They won't be going blank in seven and nine out there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Fisher, who uh, is currently or has been acting as a senior advisor for Tennessee State, is uh, looking to get back into the head coaching ranks as East Tennessee State head coach. I didn't even realize such a school existed. Yeah, no, it it existed. So you think that uh, you think old Fisher's going to have a, you know, he's going to come out and recruiting like Dion has and just be stealing five stars left and right from everyone. 
Think he's going to be sure. a hit on the recruiting trail? Why not? It's a pretty nice mustache. Uh, he, maybe he can fund some massive NIL deals himself. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, that would be interesting nonetheless. And I know I, I wanted to bring this up because of how pissed off you got last week with the analytics stuff. Oh, yeah. How about great. Harbaugh with the two-point play late against the Green Bay Packers? Right, right move? No, they lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you what? Was it the right move that he went for two and they didn't get it? I know what? I know they lost the football game, but you've got a backup quarterback in. You got Aaron Rodgers on the other team. Do you take your chance to well, try to win the game? Well, they scored 30 points. It's not like yeah, the offense true. had been like awful, so I'm just asking. No. <laughs> Did you happen to see the end of the Northern Illinois Coastal Carolina football game. Uh, no, because YouTube TV got rid of all of its ESPN <laughs> platforms, and I got to watch absolutely nothing on oh Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you would have been able to watch the referees blatantly steal the game from Northern Illinois. It's like fourth and five inside the 15-yard line. There's maybe seven or eight seconds left to play. Northern Illinois runs like a speed out route. They throw it for the first down. There's a catch, play right on the sideline. The guy catches it and then drops it as he goes out of bounds. The official over there rules it a catch. So it's a first down, right? He also went out of bounds. Rules it a catch, but that's a first down. So they should stop the clock until they spot the ball. They didn't do that. Wow. They should have stopped the clock because he went out of bounds. They didn't do that either. And the ref that was standing over the ball is supposed to move out of the way before the clock stop or starts so they can snap the ball. He didn't do that. Clock expires, game over. Is it just me or is officiating becoming worse and worse as we move forward? And like maybe not as many people want to do it nowadays and you, you know, you well, I, I don't have to get this call right because replay will fix it. I don't know. It just there's always been bad calls in sports, right. but it feels like, especially in college football now, it's as bad as it's as it's ever been. I think one of the things that's happened is you've got way more people watching. You got way more people catching something that maybe you didn't catch, and obviously the the camera angles and the quality of the shots and all of that stuff has improved dramatically there's so many calls that are just right there that are bang bang that are so hard to to make and doesn't help that the rules are changing every single year rules are changing they're constantly adding new rules the amount of stuff that they've got to legislate out there on the football field is is massive so uh no it was just it was pretty wild and how about this the NFL always playing the long game. They purposely have Tampa Bay lose the game. It was obvious uh, that they lost that game on purpose. And the New England Patriots lose on purpose. Ah, just Great weekend. Just to add some drama into this thing. Such a great weekend. It was, oh, it was so getting good. to where it was like painfully obvious that it was going to be the Bucs versus the Patriots. So let's throw a little wrinkle into things just to get people to relock in down the stretch yeah. and I think it's gonna work yeah um, my first one I don't know what was more enjoyable the Patriots losing at Indy in the way that they did kind of mm-hmm. getting pounded out there on Saturday night or 
watching Tom Brady get shut out for the first time since 2006. Can you tell me who was the head coach of the team that was the last to shut out Tom Brady in an NFL football game? 2006? 2006. Are you going to tell me the team? Uh, no, because that gives it away. Steelers? No. Uh, Nick Saban and the Miami Dolphins. Really? Yeah, last team to shut out, the, uh, or shut out Tom Brady, I should say. It was comical because uh, fantasy playoffs, I switched kickers to go with the uh, Bucks kicker because, well, obviously they're going to put up some points. Duh. It was a disaster. Negative points from a kicker. Which awesome. I'm looking at this picture from 06 of Nick Saban, and he's got the Motorola head- coaching headset on. And it doesn't look like he's really aged, but maybe one or two years <laughs> in this photo, even though it's been 15 years. How pissed off does he look? Oh, he looks, yeah, yeah, he looks, yeah, he's, he's mad. mad. Yeah, he's real mad. <laughs> and it, this is like, the game probably just went final. They shut out Tom Brady and he still PO'd about something. Oh, Guarantee that's you that. great. I love it. Uh, I got one more and I actually just lost my place on it. But basically, for the first time in Ravens history, a tight end went over a thousand receiving yards Ooh, in a season. Andrews. Congratulations to Mark Andrews. He's having a great year. Had another touchdown too, didn't he? Yeah. Man. Ballin'. Did he now did he just sign his deal? He did, didn't he? I think he just signed a big in the offseason. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe he did. How about that? Uh what's going on with Kyler Murray in the Arizona Cardinals? <sighs> what a week ago, yeah, because they played that Monday night game last week. We're saying, dude, he is in the he's the leader in the clubhouse for the NFL MVP. Since then, they they lost a, a critical game at home and then lost to – the Lions aren't the worst team. Jacksonville is the worst team. But one of the worst teams in the Detroit Lions – and they didn't just lose. They got kicked yesterday, 30-12. Yep. to 12. They did. Who is the MVP right now? I don't know. I, Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, whew, 30 touchdowns, just four interceptions for uh, – for Rodgers, the dude, it's amazing. He basically uh, smoked weed and played the ukulele in Hawaii all offseason while everyone else was preparing for the season. Um, he looks like a homeless guy playing quarterback. Uh-huh. Has basically sat out uh, a bunch of the season because of COVID protocol and just shows up and rips the football all over the place. He looks like he he retired from the NFL seven years ago. I know, and he's the best player in the <laughs> league. Crazy, it's crazy, It really makes you mad. And whenever you, whenever you go and, like, detail and watch some of the throws that he makes, it's just it's ridiculous. Last one, uh, USC hired Josh Henson from A&M. He was the O-line coach as the OC. Yeah. Uh, Josh Henson had been in Oklahoma State before as an offensive line coach. I didn't know a whole lot about him other than his – Brief stint in Stillwater. Sounds like a lot of people think he is a big time up and comer in the business. You agree? You know anything about? Don't Josh know anything Henson? about him. Is Lincoln Riley going to be the play caller out of Southern oh, Cal? You know it. Of course he is. Yes, he's what? not going to. He's not going to let some O line coach come out there and call plays. Will he ever take a hands off approach to the offense? No. What's your theory on that? I he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, so he thinks he's fit best to call the offense and design the offense wow what am i wrong no i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying that's that's a quite the take all right huh you think he takes the exact same offense out there to southern cal yes yeah 
Well, dude, mm. it, it's like it's what we said when it initially happened. Is we recognized that there needed to be some changes, some big changes with the OU football program. Sure. And maybe or maybe not, he addresses those changes this offseason if he stays here. My money would be that they wouldn't have been addressed to the level that they needed to be addressed. So it's hard to really justify that you need to make big changes when a blue blood program gives you more money to be the head coach out there. It's almost like, well, I mean, what these I'm doing guys, works. What I'm doing works, obviously. I mean, this school paid me a whole lot of money to do it, so. Why do I need to change? Because obviously it was good enough to get this job for a whole lot of money. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's how he should think. He should be humble enough to be, okay, well, I got this opportunity. There's still some changes I need to make. I just I don't necessarily believe that that's what's going to happen. I'm with you. You know what's crazy? I'm looking at this. Jalen Hurts and Baker Mayfield have almost identical numbers this year. I don't. Do you think Baker's going to get that contract? Well, he's he's got the he'll he'll be back next year, but a long term deal? No, I I don't think so, man. I and I know he's he's it's been a gutsy effort from from him this year. He's played banged up pretty much the entire time. Thirteen touchdowns, seven interceptions on the season. I mean, if they don't make the playoffs this year, he's going to be blamed for it more than anybody else. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. It's going to be tough. They've, they've seems like they're starting to turn on him out there. His QBR for the season right now is 38.4. Not good. All right, quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number three next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long. Because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. Plus, we've got great new models arriving daily during the Big Finish sales event. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman. See you later, darling. I'm heading out to Central New Hollis. Not today, George. Remember, we have plans. Yeah, I'm going out there to Central New Holland, West I-40, Council Exit, South Service Road. And I'm going to pick up some parts and drop the baler off for a tune-up. Why don't you do it online at centralnewholland.net? Well, because picking up parts is a lot more fun in person. And as for service, well, you can't email a baler, darling. Did you know that Central New Holland has serviced everything we've ever bought there? New Holland tractors, balers, skid steers, with genuine New Holland service and genuine New Holland parts. Soon as we finish renewing our vows. Our vows? I thought we just did that. We did, George, but remember you failed the emissions test? Well, darling, I'm sure that happens a lot. Not right in the middle of the ceremony. For crying out loud, they had to evacuate the building. Oh, yeah, I remember. When the job is on the line, Central is a friend of mine. Do you know after a disaster strikes, if you don't take the right steps, you could sign away a large amount of your insurance claim to the wrong company? It's your insurance claim. You've paid a lifetime for it, and you are most vulnerable when disaster strikes. Don't let anyone start work immediately on your property until you know what to do next. Your insurance claim and future depend on it. You need a company to help point you in the right direction. 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver has been the name to trust since 1988, working for you, not the insurance company. 
Are you trying to find the best OU apparel this football season? The Pro Shop at Jimmy Austin Golf Club has unique apparel that can't be found anywhere else with brands such as Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, and our newest and very popular Lululemon clothing line. Jimmy Austin Pro Shop is a must-visit when coming to Norman. Even the non-golfers love the apparel at Jimmy Austin. They can do corporate orders for you and your company. Call them today, 405-325-6716. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Kathy and her great staff would like to thank their loyal customers and wish everyone a happy holiday. Speaking of holidays, whether you need gifts or you're hosting a holiday party, Joe's Wines can help you with their great selection and most of all prices. If you're heading to a Christmas party, check out their Bud Light Ugly Sweater 12-pack for just $15.69. So do what I do and head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits, 1330 East Alameda Street right here in Norman, or visit their Facebook page for all their monthly specials. Happy holidays from Joe's Wines and Spirits. Are you looking for a reputable insurance provider? Fairway Insurance Group provides over 20 years of trusted experience by providing insurance services you can safely trust to the greater Norman, Oklahoma area. Fairway Insurance Group is locally owned and operated and provides personalized assistance for a wide range of options, from auto insurance to workers' compensation. Call Chase Moore and the team at Fairway Insurance Group today for a free estimate. 405-701-9090. Preparation makes all the difference on the playing field and in life. At McFarland Methodist Church, we believe that a strong faith is a great preparation for the ups and downs of life, and we have lots of ways to practice and strengthen our faith. Come be a part of a midweek Bible study or community service event, or join us for traditional or modern worship on Sunday morning. You're always welcome at McFarland, where we're changing lives that change the world. Learn more on our website at mcfarlandumc.org or call us at 321-3484. The new and improved mobile app and online banking platform is now available at OU Federal Credit Union. Register for access by clicking New to Online Banking at OUFCU.com or the OUFCU mobile app. Experience enhanced features such as email and text message alerts, single sign-on functionality for all features, internal and external transfers, and more. That's all from OU Federal Credit Union, 2000 West Lindsay, OUFCU.com, or call 405-325-2211 today. Big Boys Guns, Ammo, and Range is Oklahoma's largest family-owned, climate-controlled gun range. Shop our huge selection of new and used firearms and try before you buy with any of our hundreds of rentals on site. Big Boys Guns offers private lessons and classes for all skill levels at our 24-lane gun range with distances up to 25 yards. While you're there, ask about our many services such as appraisals, cleaning, board siding, and more. Just three miles west of Will Rogers Airport or at BigBoysGunsAndAmmo.com. Rush on the ref, Tyler and Teddy inside the Brown O'Haver studio. Looks like the Brownies are down 7-0 right now to the Raiders. 7.49 left in the second quarter. Uh, Cleveland is backed up on their own eight-yard line right now. Nick Mullins, 7 of 8 for 36 yards. Nick Chubb, five carries for 10 yards. So, uh, yeah, you're getting a lot of massive fantasy points so far in the first half. Got to love it. Got to love it. I'll tell you. There's nothing in this world that can piss me off more than a fantasy it's great, isn't outing. It? Mm. I, but there's I get, nothing better on a Sunday uh, than a great one come playoff time. It's amazing. I'm telling you, it's like a you, drug. you want to see my 
blood pressure just skyrocket. <laughs> my body temperature go uh, through the roof instantly. So oh, my that God. That does it. I love it. OU needs to show O-linemen and recruits the yearly salaries of Trent Williams, Brown, and our other NFL linemen. Then they will realize that NIL money, Texas NIL money, is not great. Thumbs up emoji. That's true. They have not had recent success with O-linemen in the league. They've got uh, Connor Williams of the Dallas Cowboys. Outside of that, um, who's the left tackle that they had last year that was that was drafted? Oh god, totally blanking on his name. Yeah, I can't remember. But the I, big I mean, kid I, that all we did is hear about how good of a pro prospect he was. Never really actually saw him play a college game, but um, that's kind of the you talking about Texas or yeah, yeah, yeah Texas. Um, it's crazy because OU right now has. A center, a rookie center that some people are saying should win the Same offensive Cosme is who that was. Uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, Cosme. Um, Trent Williams has been killing it for, gosh, seems like forever now. Just a constant uh, killer out there playing really, really well. There's so many guys throughout the league uh, from OU that are doing a good job. There's guys that are um, you know, role players, backup players, uh, just starter year after year, solid players. Tony Jefferson came in yesterday. Uh, just got signed to the practice squad, I think, last week. And they put him on the active roster, I think, a, a day or two before the game. And uh, Troy Aikman was kind of going on about him a little bit. Um, yeah, it was – it was yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I think that – I think Schmitty coming back is going to help Beanbow out a lot. I do too. You know, we talked about it. You can kind of tie a line from when things started to change, and that's whenever Schmitty left and Lincoln. You know, I, I'm not I'm not putting it all on Benny. You know, Lincoln wanted some changes in the strength and conditioning program. He wanted like a database system and not not like a yelling and an intense type of atmosphere, wanted it just about numbers and increasing uh, the guys' numbers and, and doing so in an environment that the guys enjoyed. And I, that stuff, I, I guess, can work. I think that's more of an NFL type of deal where you have to trust guys to go in there and do the work on their own. But in college, it's about development. You gotta, you've got to strip everyone down yep. to – to nothing and build them back up in the you know in the manner that best suits your program and I think that's what we're going to get and that that tough love detail hard work that that just intense drive that's the same way Bill coaches and you can't have a strength coach and strength program that's the good guy and the football coach that's the bad guy it it does not work together that way it's got to be really consistent across all levels of of coaching and all parts of the program, and I think they're going to get that. Lincoln thinks he far and away smarter than anyone and thinks everyone else is stupid. That's a text? <laughs> yeah, maybe true. Jonathan Taylor for MVP, question mark. Uh, may, I, that's going to be a hard sell. It's probably going to be Aaron Rodgers. Jonathan Taylor's killing it, though. He's had a great year. What's his – uh, is he the leading rusher? Has to be. Has to be. Yeah, I don't know. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Final hour is next. Well, I wonder what it's like to be the rainmaker. 
Do you want to do it every day? Then join an unlimited club at Oki Express Auto Wash. And if you sign up right now, your first month is just 10 bucks at Oki Express Auto Wash. Now with 12 metro locations. Sports Talk, 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.9 FM.